The documentary that I'll be discussing is titled Colombian Prison Taken Over by Inmates, a documentary by Vice. This documentary is about a 29-year-old man named Boris, a Colombian native that shows us behind the scenes of where he's incarcerated during the pandemic. Boris spent some time in the UK before getting into trouble with the law, which led him to getting deported back to Colombia. He later got into trouble for a more serious crime in Colombia and ended up getting sent to Combaya Maximum Security Prison for 37 years on accusations of kidnapping, two homicides, and 14 counts of weapon charges. On March 21st, Colombia's prison system descended into chaos. Due to COVID-19, the prisons were extremely overcrowded, and bad health was a serious issue. This sparked riots and protests for sanitation and overcrowding. These prison riots led to extreme violence, where more than 80 guards and inmates were injured, and 23-plus prisoners were murdered. The aftermath of these violent riots left a lot more damage. The system practically abandoned the prisoners and left them without food, lack of guards and security, and lack of water. The remaining prisoners were practically left to starve and die. Every day they were fighting for their life. The remaining prisoners also protested and tried to speak out to the government of Colombia as well as international organizations, but their voices were not heard. The reason I chose this documentary is because I feel it questions morality and shows us how toxic violence and abuse is and nothing good will come out of it. A lot of these prisoners are locked up for violent crimes. Some of them didn't have morality when they were committing them as well. Now they're on the other side of the coin, where the prison system has took away basic human needs, such as food and health, and lacks to show them morality and face somewhat abuse from the system. They also face violence daily. But two wrongs don't make a right. Although these prisoners went against the law in the past, they still deserve basic human rights, such as food and basic health measures, while they're already facing their consequences by doing their time. The theme that I chose was violence and abuse. This theme specifically addresses change and challenges in society because violence and abuse can create drastic changes in society. This theme is seen everywhere around the world and is around us every day and can also branch into psychology, sociology and anthropology as well. For instance, a psychologist may look at this theme and ask, why do humans behave violently and how can we control those emotions? A sociologist may look at this theme and ask, how can violence and abuse affect society? And an anthropologist may look at this theme and ask, how far back does this theme go back in history? What are the origins of violence and abuse? And how did it affect us from the past all the way to today's society? From watching this documentary and reading the article titled Man Stabbed, At Least 21 Arrested After Million Make America Great Again March in DC, an article published by Fox News and written by Stephanie Ramiz about the violent riots after the 2020 United States elections, I realized how violence and abuse can escalate very quickly and cause chaos and severe damage. It seems like humans tend to use violence and abuse a lot to solve disagreements and conflicts. For example, in the article, Violent outbursts took place in Washington, D.C. A man was stabbed during the riots. 21 people were arrested and charged. Seven firearms were recovered, and two officers were shot and wounded. In the start of the documentary as well, prisoners were rioting, causing chaos and murdering each other as well. But later on in the documentary, 
the prisoners calmed down with the rioting and actually tried to send a message to the government by protesting and using their voice. This then led to my question. How can people around the world find a way to solve issues and disagreements without it ending in violence? How can we prevent violence amongst one another and bring more peace? Well, here's my hypothesis. My hypothesis is that unity and practicing good morals can help prevent violence and abuse. If we all come together and listen to what each other have to say, we can create solutions to problems we think could never be solved. With more unity, we can come to understand each other and each other's perspectives and create peaceful alternatives to dealing with disagreements without violence. In conclusion, I have one more meaningful question for you guys. We have all engaged in violence at one point in our life. Rather, it was something small, like a school fistfight, or something on the largest scale. My question is, how can we take action without violence in circumstances where we might feel that violence is the only answer? Mm-hmm.